You are listening to Give Me the Bible with Len. Today's topic is entitled Rest Day. Hello my radio friends, welcome to the program today. It is my hope that you are coming closer to your Heavenly Father as a result of listening to Give Me the Bible week after week. A couple of years ago, my wife and I plus a friend attended some Christian-based lectures in the Scott Theatre in Adelaide. The presenter was Gary Kent, a well-known television personality and international speaker. One night, after the lecture finished, and as we were walking back to the car, two men behind us were discussing the program. I couldn't help but overhear what they were talking about. One of the men said, Ah, the Sabbath was made for the Jews. Now this is a common idea that lots of people have, and I expect many people console themselves with this idea because they think it excuses them from making any deeper commitment in their religious observances. So today we will consider what the Bible says on this subject. The word Sabbath means rest to rest one from one's normal duties. A Sabbath, then, refers to a day of rest. At creation, as recorded in the first few chapters of the Bible, God's creative work took six 24-hour days. Genesis chapter 2 starts out by saying, Thus the heavens and the earth were completed, in all their vast array. By the seventh day God had finished the work he had been doing, so on the seventh day he rested from all his work, and God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. So it was God who instituted the Sabbath day of rest to commemorate the magnificent job of creating that he had done. Was God tired that he wanted a day off? Somehow I doubt it, as God is omnipotent, that is, all-powerful. God does not need a day off because he's weary. He's not like that. The main point so far is that God instituted the Sabbath, just as he also instituted marriage. God instituted the Sabbath before there were any Jews or any other race of people. There is no further mention of the Sabbath in the rest of Genesis, right up to Exodus chapter 16. Why should that be? The most plausible answer is that God's people kept the Sabbath and rested on that day 
all through that period of time. Incidentally, have you ever wondered why there are seven days in a week? Why are there not ten or eight, maybe? The short answer is that God gave us the seven-day week and it has its origins way back at creation. Anyhow, in Exodus chapter 16 is recorded how God fed the two million or so Israelite people after they had escaped from Egypt. Manna, a small yellowish-white granular substance, appeared on the ground in the morning. The people were to collect it, and they could eat it raw, or it could be ground fine to be baked, or it could be cooked in other ways. Each morning for 40 years, God provided this miracle food. But on the seventh day of each week, none was provided. The people had to collect double the normal amount on the sixth day and remain fresh until the Sabbath was over. But notice what is recorded in verse 23. It says, Moses said to them, This is what the Lord commanded. Tomorrow is to be a day of rest, a holy Sabbath to the Lord. So bake what you want to bake and boil what you want to boil. Save whatever is left and keep it till morning. By this act of not providing the manna on the seventh day, the Lord allowed the people to understand that the Sabbath was a holy day, a day of worship to the Lord, a day for them to remember that God had created them and provided for them. Later on, the Lord gave the people the Ten Commandments at Mount Sinai in both oral and written form. Those commandments were carved in stone. They were rules for living, showing how people should honour and respect God and how they should honour and respect each other. You can read those commandments for yourself. Turn to Exodus chapter 20. The fourth commandment says, Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labour and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. On it you shall do no work, neither you nor your son nor your daughter, nor your manservant nor your maidservant, nor your animals nor the stranger that's within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them is, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. God commanded that people should remember, remember the Sabbath day for what reason? To keep it holy, of course. How does one keep the day holy? The answer is by consecrating yourself, and in this case, your time to God, to worship and honour him. But weren't those people Jews, you might be thinking? 
or the Bible actually calls them Israelites. The Israelites were chosen by God to be his ambassadors. They were to be examples and witnesses to other people groups who did not have the knowledge of God. Other nations, ideally, would be able to see that the nation of Israel was blessed and want to become like them. But unfortunately, Israel often followed the neighbouring nations instead of being an example to them. Jesus was not only our saviour, but he was our example and instructor. As recorded in Mark 2.27, Jesus proclaimed, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. Do you remember I mentioned the two men I overheard talking and one said the Sabbath was made for the Jews? Well, that's certainly not what Jesus said. He stated plainly, the Sabbath was made for man, or if you like, mankind. I'm involved with a large group of men who meet regularly to study the Bible. There are many denominations represented. One of the things that really surprises me is that these men believe that the Ten Commandments are binding and should be kept. Yet many of those who recognise the validity and obligation to keep the Ten Commandments ignore commandment number four about keeping the seventh-day Sabbath. They give lip service to something, but then not doing anything about it turns them into hypocrites. But you can worship God on any day is an argument that one hears often. Of course, that's true. And we should worship God each and every day. But that is not what this is about. The fourth commandment explicitly says to keep the seventh day, Saturday, if you like, holy. It does not say anything about keeping Sunday or Tuesday or Friday as the Sabbath. Furthermore, there is command to remember. It seems that some think the commandment says forget. Forget the Sabbath day to keep it holy. I know that God is willing to forgive when we acknowledge we've done wrong and as we ask for forgiveness. But when someone willingly puts aside something explicit that they are told to do and makes it out of makes out it is nothing, then I fear that they're on very dangerous ground. Queen Elizabeth made a profound statement in her 2008 Christmas address to peoples of the Commonwealth. She said, The world would do well to follow the teachings and example of Jesus Christ. Now that statement caused major waves in the British newspapers, but what the Queen said was so true. When you do what Jesus said and what he did, 
you're on safe ground. It's time for a break. We'll come back straight afterwards. How deep the Father's love for us How vast beyond all
Queen Elizabeth said the world would do well to follow the teachings and example of Jesus Christ. So what did Jesus do? Luke 4.16 tells us, Jesus went to Nazareth where he had been brought up, and on the Sabbath day he went into the synagogue as was his custom. It was Jesus' normal pattern of life to go to the synagogue on the seventh day, Sabbath, to worship. Now, you may not realise that after Jesus was crucified, he rested in the grave over the Sabbath and rose on the first day of the week, Sunday. Even in death, Jesus kept the Sabbath. I know that there are many people who regard Sunday, the first day of the week, as the rest day, the day of worship, because Jesus rose from the dead that day. But there is no command anywhere in the Bible to keep Sunday holy. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that the first day has been sanctified and made holy. In an, in an earlier program, I've shared with you how that change came from the seventh day of the week to the first day. And it never came from God. It was purely a man-made change. A change for convenience. And that's a problem. Because as soon as you change something God has commanded and you don't comply with what God has said, you set yourself up over God. It's like saying, oh, I don't like what God has put in place, so I'll change it to suit myself. Does it, does it really matter whether I worship God on one day or another? Well, yes, it does, if God says so. In Revelation, there are two passages that outline who God's people, the saints, are. And I'll read Revelation 14:12. It says, This calls for patient endurance on the part of the saints who obey God's commandments and remain faithful to Jesus. I'll tell you what the text doesn't say. It doesn't say, This calls for patient endurance of the saints who obey some of God's commandments and remain faithful to Jesus. How can you tell if someone is faithful to Jesus? Well, these people will honour him and obey what he says. You might have a lot of zeal for God, but if you disobey him, you're dishonouring him. The disciples and apostles also observed the seventh-day Sabbath, and it was kept for many, many years until paganism crept into the church and people accepted compromise over truth. So the statement that the Sabbath was given only to the Jews certainly never applied to the early apostolic Christian church. The argument that the Sabbath was given only to the Jews is very hollow and is nothing but an excuse. You see, 
The whole Ten Commandments were given to the Israelites at Mount Sinai. So why pick on one commandment? Why do the anti-Sabbatarians not pick out the commandment you shall not kill and then say that it was only given to the Jews? Now, I'm fairly certain that some of you have thought about this subject from time to time but haven't done anything about it. You may be wondering how the Sabbath should be kept. Unlike Sunday worship, where people will go to church, come home for lunch and then go to a football match or some other entertainment, Sabbath-keeping is different. The whole 24 hours of the seventh day is to be kept holy, starting at sunset Friday night and ending at sunset on Saturday night. The day, not just part of the day, is for a rest day, a rest from doing one's normal work activities and for setting aside this time for activities that concentrate on the things of God. But why sunset to sunset, you may ask? What's wrong with midnight to midnight? The simple answer is that when God created the world, he did not provide clocks. Time was marked by the setting and rising of the sun. The day began at sunset. Read, Revela uh, read Genesis 1 verse 13, for example, where the Bible says, And there was evening, and there was morning the third day. For many sincere Sabbath-keeping Christians, here's what a normal Sabbath day looks like. During Friday, uh, sorry, food is prepared for the Sabbath. The house is cleaned and made ready. And around sunset Friday evening, the family gathers together for worship and prayer. There may be singing, there may be Bible reading, or reading from some other inspirational book. During the evening, the family may watch some Christian video, or tune in to one of the satellite television channels, or may be involved in some personal Bible-based study. On Saturday morning, it's most likely that these people go to church to worship. After lunch, it's fairly normal, if the weather is suitable, to go for a walk in nature. It's important, especially for children, to have some physical activity that is in accord with the command to keep the day holy. Other people may visit friends with the intention of Christian fellowship, and still others may read and rest and so on. Watching normal television, going shopping, attending st sports matches is off the list as the day is to concentrate on holy things. Instead of being boring, the Sabbath is a delight, a day to look forward to and a day to enjoy, although it is much different from the other days. It has to be, as God himself consecrated it. 
My dear friends, there's a great blessing in keeping the seventh day Sabbath. I know, because that has been my practice for many years, and I recognize the blessings. If you are sincere about honoring God, you should be keeping the Sabbath too. Well, that's it for today. Join me again next week, won't you? And until next time, I wish you joy and peace and the courage to obey God and do his will despite what others may think. <laughs>